1: Welcome back to Live Mike, final segment of episode 80. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Thanks for tuning in. Do me this favor. We on this program are spending so much time covering the details released from state officials and federal officials regarding the coronavirus. There is information uh, which we are able to provide you on this program that you really won't find anywhere else. Each day, sta- state epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn uh, makes herself available and she answers questions of the media. We broadcast that to you on these airwaves during this program. Please pay close attention to that. The information received there is truly what is saving lives here in the state of Utah. And that's not hyperbole. I can assure you, I've combed through these numbers. I spent a lot of time last night digging through uh, and looking at statistics and comparing how Utah is faring compared to the rest of the nation. And if I'm honest, we are doing very well. Very well. The sacrifices that you and I are making, the social distancing, the adherence to the guidelines and advice given to us by experts, it's paying off. We still need to stay the course. But I invite you to uh, let your friends know, let your family members know that on these airwaves, on this program, live mic, that each day we're hearing from the experts. Uh, And we're trying to (laughs) also offer a little diversion. Uh, I'll try to be sarcastic and make a joke here and there and keep it light. Uh, But there is also, uh, in between uh, my sarcasm and frivolity, uh, some information that is incredibly important to our community. So please uh, tune in each day if I could be as shameless as to ask you that favor, uh, let your friends and family members know about this program live, Mike. Uh, We're on the air here these days, 1230 to three o'clock, and we'll continue broadcasting throughout uh, this coronavirus and well beyond. Uh, Anyway, that's my pitch. Uh, Right now, though, I want to turn my attention to a good friend of mine, uh, Jenny Taylor. She's currently serving as the civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army. Interesting, we we have today on the program talked about the Secretary of the Navy. Uh, Each of the branches of the armed services has a, a civilian secretary uh, heading up the, the, the branch and the secretary of the army, uh, a fine man who has recently appointed uh, Utah's own Jenny Taylor to serve as a civilian aide. She joins us now. Uh, Jenny, how are you?
0: We're doing good here, Lee. How about you?
1: Not too bad at all. L- let me ask you this before we get into the, 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 the reason for our conversation today. Uh, you, you are a mother of seven. Uh, you all quarantined in there together?
0: Oh, yeah, we're having a great time, Lee. There are seven of them, ages 2 to 14, and one of me. So I'm the mom and the teacher and the babysitter and the cook <laughs> and the custodian and the landscaper. We're, we're having a great time.
1: And still you're able to find time to serve uh, your country as civilian aid to the Secretary of the Army. Uh, grateful to you for that. Grateful to you for the example you're setting. Let me ask you this. What, uh, what have you learned recently about, uh, about the Army and about its recruiting efforts uh, as it's uh, impacted by this coronavirus?
0: Yeah, so I'll tell you, learn is the great word to use there, because I am learning so much. Like you said, the the Secretary of the Army is a civilian position for him and everyone under him. So I'm a civilian. The other castes, as as we're called, are civilians. And though I was married to a soldier for 15 years, I've never myself put on the boots and learned all the acronyms and all of the, the jargon and things. So I've been learning a lot. But I'll tell you, the first thing that I've learned is how much the Army cares about what they call the force, and the force, of course, is is the soldiers and their families. They talk about force protection being their top priority, while striking a balance, like Representative Stewart was just talking about, the mission protection. You know, the last thing we want is to is to have our adversaries around the world look at us as a military force and say, "Oh, you know, United States is distracted. Let's go ahead and attack." So, I am learning that our our key Army leadership, all the way up to the Department of Defense, they are working tirelessly to figure out that balance. This mission protection and this force protection, making sure we're taking care of our soldiers, their families, uh, the recruiters, the Department of Defense, civilians, and contractors. So specifically to recruiting, what they've done, you might have noticed, um, well, you might not have because you haven't gone out, but if you had gone out to the mall or to the strip mall, you might have seen that the local brick-and-mortar recruiting offices are closed. But that doesn't mean that recruiting is closed. The Army is still hiring. Recruiting is still taking place. Now more than ever, our nation needs great future, future soldiers to join the force. But they're not meeting in person, just like the rest of us. They're practicing social distancing. So just like you are broadcasting from your guest bedroom, our Army recruiters are at home, safety, social distancing, but still doing the important mission work. One thing that's come out new this week is a tactical pause, that's the phrase that's being used, a two-week tactical pause in terms of shipping out new recruit to basic training. So this is kind of a big deal where let's say a couple of months ago you've been working with a recruiter, you signed a contract, you're ready to ship, you're going to be that future soldier that's going to lead and guide us in the future, And now everything's kind of been pushed pause. Now, the reason for that, of course, is this force protection. We've got to make sure these young recruits are safe. We've got to make sure the places they're going to basic training are safe. We've got to make sure the drill sergeants and other personnel who will be training them are safe. So what the Army has decided to do, out of an abundance of caution, is take a two-week tactical pause where no one is shipping to basic training right now. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not recruiting, that doesn't mean we're not signing contracts, and it certainly doesn't mean we're not honoring contracts. It means we're hitting pause while they work on ways to ensure the safety of the soldiers and their training sites. Now... Some areas will be open for physical training sooner than others. We know that. The governor, in his press release just now, spoke of the same thing. We're not going to open all the doors at once. There will be, you know, right. with all of the, the data and medical advice and everything we're given. But two-week pause for these soldiers is kind of putting everyone on hold. Don't ship to basic training quite yet. Let's make sure we're safe. Let's make sure the location you're coming from and going to is safe. And then in some cases, if the place you're coming from or going to is deemed not safe, that two weeks might be a little bit longer. But it is two weeks nationwide. There's not a boot camp. There's no new recruit shipping for the next two weeks. So tactical pause. Again, still open for business. In fact, the, the, the Army's always hiring. The Army's got great benefits, great job security, and a great time to be part of something bigger than yourself. But I really disrespected the Army senior Army leadership As they've taken this pause and said, we are going to look at our people and make sure our people are protected while also balancing the safety of our mission, which, of course, is to protect the United States from all enemies foreign and domestic, and who ever thought that the enemy would be this unseen uh, virus.
1: Jenny Taylor, we've got to leave it at that. Uh, Jenny Taylor, our guest, civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army, uh, letting us know how recruiting efforts and the training of the new uh, troops in the United States Army is faring in the face of this coronavirus. Uh, Jenny, grateful to you for your time. Uh, thank you so much uh, for your example and your service, and good luck with those seven children of yours.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Lee. I'm definitely outnumbered, but we just keep trying.
1: There it is. Uh, Listen, that is going to bring us to the end of today's episode of Live Mike. Thanks for listening. Thanks for learning with us as we uh, sat through the press conference hosted by the governor, by Dr. Dunn, by Derek Miller, president of the Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce. Uh, And if you are a business owner, the big piece of news for you today is be persistent, be patient. There is money for you. Uh, Your payroll needs can be met. uh, So stick with it. Be patient. Be patient. Uh, and have some perseverance and confidence that uh, these needs will be met.